This week's PRBC podcast is entitled Short and Sweet. Can you turn with us to Luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 14 as Pastor Mackey gives us the word from the Lord. One of the favorite pastimes of the Mackey household after we have watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, after we've watched Frosty the Snowman, and Frosty the Snowman returns, then we watch my favorite, a Charlie Brown Christmas. You recall that Charlie said he didn't feel like it was Christmas, but we learned that Christmas is not about what your feeling is. It's about what the fact is. The fact is that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He was laid in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. And then on further in that particular movie, we find that Linus gives us the real reason for this season. You recall with that sheet in his hand, Linus began to tell the real essence of the Christmas story. He quotes from this same passage, for uh, for unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. He tells the real reason for this season. And he talks about the angel of the Lord coming to give that news, but he doesn't tell the rest of the story. Verse 13 says that after the angel of the Lord gives that news, that suddenly the heavenly host appeared. That means that many angels appeared. Some say thousands or it could be millions of angels begin to bedazzle and bespeckle the skies. And the Bible says that this militia of messengers begin to sing a song. And they sung the song, glory in the highest and on earth God will give his peace to those whom he put his favor upon. Yes, they began to sing heaven's song. And we learn, brothers and sisters, that when you compare this song, the, the Gloria in Excelsis Deo song that we have in the text today with the other first Christmas carols that are in these Luke 1 and Luke Two, we find that this particular song is the shortest of them all. Recall again the Benedictus from Zechariah in Luke chapter 1. It's 188 words. On last week, we looked at Mary's Magnificat when she said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. That was 124 words. We're going to look next week at Simeon's Nuke Demetrius. And it's coming to be only uh, 45 words. But when we look at this particular song, the Gloria in Excelsis Deo, you know, you heard that song around Christmas time. Glory. 
Gloria in Excelsis Deo. It comes here. It comes from Luke chapter 2 where we our text is today when the heavenly host would swing to sing glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace and, and goodwill toward men upon whom God's favor would rest. Now, let me park a minute to tell you, I'm so glad that he's giving us his peace. And a whole lot of people think that around this time of the year, it's all about the gifts under the tree. But let me tell you something. I'm grateful to God for the peace that only God can give because now look if you will the the angels had enough sense they said we're going to give glory to God in the highest but the, what, what I love about the text is while it talks about glory to God in the highest it's talking about what God in the highest did for us as the lowest y'all don't hear me I said it's talking about what God who is the highest did for us as the lowest what God in heaven did for us on earth and I'm so glad that the angels had enough sense that in all of the Christmas characters not to forget about the main character which is God because too often around this time of year we thank God for Elizabeth we thank God for Zachariah we thank God for John the Baptist we thank God for the shepherds we thank God for the innkeeper we thank God for the heavenly host we even thank God for Jesus but before Jesus could ever come on the scene you need to thank God because if it wasn't for God there would be no Jesus because John 3:16 said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever don't sit there like you ain't no whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life you ought to thank God for God and as we thank God for God what did God give us what did the highest give the lowest God gave us his peace now please know that there's a difference between the King James rendering here and the New International Version and the English Standard Version those two versions in IV and ESV are closer to the act Greek transliteration of this particular text. I know King James says that he's going to give us peace and goodwill toward all men, but that's not a true accurate uh, transliteration of the actual Greek text. The NIV is actually closer that said God will give peace upon whom his favor rests upon. I like the ESV better. It said that God will give his peace only to those who please him. I like that because it's letting us know that everybody can get in on this peace. That this brand of peace, this type of peace is not for everybody. But this peace is for followers of God. And if you want this peace, watch this. In order to get this peace, you got to know God. 
God. Because if you know God, then you'll know peace. But if you don't know God in oh God, you won't know peace in oh peace. And I got some help in here. But when you know him for yourself, then you are entitled to the brand of peace that he gives. That's why in John 14 and 27, he says, my peace, my peace is different. Because he said, my peace is not like the world gives you peace. Because when I give you peace, you won't have need to be afraid or to be weary. And I know some of y'all think, but in order for you to have peace, you got to have a peace. What you mean, pastor? You got to have your nine millimeter. You got to have your Glock. You got to have your 357. You got to have your sawed off rifle. I wish I had some witnesses in here. But how many can testify that when you got God's peace, you don't need a 357. When you got God's peace, you don't need a Glock. When you got God's peace, you don't need Smith and Wesson. Because what you need with Smith and Wesson, when you got grace and mercy. Oh yeah, he said, my peace. It's only reserved for a group of people because contextually when he gives his peace, he's saying it to his disciples, to his followers. He was not saying it to everybody. He was saying it only to a particular group of people. And it's important that you know that if you're going to understand this piece, there are some pieces to this piece. God's peace is so gargantuan. Can I use a seminary word here? His, his peace is so ubiquitous. His peace is so enormous that you cannot fully encapsulate God's peace in one piece. There are three different types of pieces that God gives when he gives you his peace. The first peace he gives is he gives you peace with God. Can you say that with me? Peace with God. So you need peace with God because Isaiah 59 and 2 says at one point that sin separated us from God. So much so, watch this, that God hid his face from us. You know when you don't like something or you don't like somebody? Oh, come on, get real with me for a minute. Uh, you try to keep your distance. You, you, you try to stay away from them. God didn't like us so much because of our multitude of sins that he tried to hide his face from us. Thank God when you cross the suspension bridge from the Old Testament to the New Testament and go to Romans chapter 5 verse 10 that corroborates the claim again that we are and were enemies with God. But thank God that's not the end of the story because you got to put it in reverse and go from Romans 5 and 10 up to Romans 5 and 8 that said but God commended his love to us that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. Because when you go up to Romans 5 and 1, it says, therefore. And I was taught in seminary that when you see the word, therefore, you need to see what is therefore. It said, therefore, we have justif been justified by faith. And now we have peace with God 
through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because in other words, when we were enemies with God, the only thing that could appease the wrath of God was the blood of one who was holy and infinite. Watch this. When you look at the Old Testament sacrificial system, the lamb was holy, but it wasn't infinite. The bull was holy, but it wasn't infinite. The goat was holy. It was set apart, but it wasn't infinite. The only person that could fit the bill whose blood was both holy and infinite was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when he died for our sin on that cross, when his blood began to spill and atone for our sins forevermore, the Bible says in Hebrews 9 and 22, without the shedding of blood, there's no payment, there's no remission for sin and because of his blood I'm now an heir and joint heir with Jesus Christ and I used to be his enemy now 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 one of my greatest critiques is my son Micah when we left last week he said dad you closed your sermon by talking about joy when last week's emphasis was peace. And I already hear him now saying, Dad, uh, the emphasis today is joy, but you're talking about peace. It seemed like your sermon this week, come on, should have been last week. And your sermon last week ought to be this week. So what is it about peace that gives you joy when you think about the fact that you were once God's enemy but now you his ally you were once his adversary but now you his ambassador you were once his enemy but now you are God's chosen I don't know about you but that gives me joy down on the inside and this joy that I have I feel my ride coming. The world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Anybody here know you got joy when you think about you got peace with God. That's not all. That's, that's, that's one slice of, of the one piece of peace. Not only do I have peace with God, but I likewise should have peace with others. Yeah, yeah, because the Bible says that God has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. That, that means, brothers and sisters, that God has fixed it. Whereas you and I has received his peace, that we ought to give and extend peace to other people. As God has forgiven us, we then are to turn around and to forgive other people. When we look at the sign of the cross, it's a sign that teaches us about peace with God and peace with others. Notice the sign of the cross, you have a vertical beam. And the vertical beam shows the restoration 
a relationship with divinity. But that's likewise a horizontal being. Which speaks of a restoration with not just divinity. But with humanity. And you have folk walking around. That claim they're Christian. Claim they're followers of Jesus. Wearing what we call in today's nomenclature. A Jesus piece. Which is the sign of the cross. But that same person. That's wearing the sign of the cross can praise God for the vertical beam, but is doing nothing to restore relationship with others on the horizontal beam. And whenever you do that, watch this, you reduce the cross from a cross to a cane. And church family, I don't know about you. But Jesus didn't have to come and die for our sin for us to reduce the cross to nothing but a cane. If God forgave us by golly, we ought to forgive others just as God has forgiven us. And listen, don't you fake the funk around this season talking about there's a season of peace. And then you stand in the outs. With your other brothers and sisters. All of us in here. Mm, it's getting quiet now. See how my amen just went out that window right there. We all have somebody. That we need to reconcile our peace with. Because the Bible said we've got to forgive our debtors as God has forgiven us. Which means that as God forgives us we have to extend forgiveness. I got a few more amens on this side to other people. Oh, yeah, brothers and sisters, because men are most like beasts when we kill others. Men are most like men when we judge others. But men are most like God when we forgive one another. When I think about the forgiveness we ought to give, it reminds me of a, a boy who had hard times with his mother. His mama was one of those sweet, mean mamas. Y'all know what a sweet, mean mama is. They'll give you anything in the world. But say something they don't like. I brought you in this world. I see some of y'all had a mama like mine. And I'll take you out of this world. Mm -hmm. And this boy had hard times with his mom. He didn't want to abide by mom's rules. And y'all know what mama say. If you ain't going to abide by my rules, you can hit the door. You can get to stepping. You can get out of my house. The boy didn't waste no time. He gathered his belongings, got out of town, and began to start having a good time. But how many knows that all good things comes to an end? Boy lost his job. Boy lost his friends. The boy didn't have any money. But you remember he didn't have money, but he still had a mama. He got on the email. He emailed his mom and said, Mama, I'm sorry. I've lost my job. I've lost my friends. I want you to forgive me. And that was a side of railroad tracks on the back of the house where the mama stayed. And said, Mama, I'm coming home tomorrow. But mama, if you please, 
if you forgive me, I want you to tie a rag around the oak tree in the backyard. Better let me know you've forgiven me. And as the boy was approaching his old house, where his mom lived, he told his friend, he said, I, I can't bear to see it. Look outside the window and see if you see a white rag tied around the oak tree. The boy looked real good and said, friend, I I'm sorry. I don't see a white rag tied around an oak tree, but I do see something else. I see a big white sheet hanging on the oak tree. Have I got some help in here? All mama was trying to tell him, boy, come on home. I know you messed up. I know you said some stuff you didn't mean, but come on back home. I want to reunite with you. I want to give you another chance. And is there anybody in here that can thank God that he forgave you? He looked beyond your faults. He saw your needs. And he didn't give you a second chance. Can I get a witness? Because some of us used that chance a long time ago. But now you're on your 30th chance and your 50th chance. And God's still blessing you over and over again. Can somebody thank God right now that he gave you not a second chance, but he gave you another chance and another chance and another chance and that puts joy bells in my heart. And he gave a, another, another chance. But last but not least, the last piece of his peace. Not only do you have peace with God, and not only should you have peace with others, but lastly, you ought to have the peace of God. Philippians 4 and 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace, I wish I had a Bible reader here. The peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding, will keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So we got everybody now talking about you need to protect your peace. I understand that. You need to protect your peace. Stay away from toxic people. Stay out of toxic environments. But the Bible lets us know that if you think you've been the one protecting your peace, you got the wrong idea. It's God's peace that's been protecting you. Because the text says that when he gives you his peace, it's going to keep. I wish I had a witness here. Your heart and your mind is going to keep your heart from having the wrong feelings. It's going to keep your mind from having the wrong thoughts. And the only reason why you still standing here in your right mind is not because you did the protecting, but God protected you with his peace. 
that'll give you joy now wait a minute some of y'all didn't shout because you forgot what the peace of God is see the peace of God does not mean that you don't have problems the peace of God does not mean you won't have burdens the peace of God does not mean hear my mint y'all you don't have bereavement you don't have disappointment come here Jada Pinkett Smith you don't have entangled mints that's not what it means but it means this church that although I got burdens my burdens don't have me I wish I had a witness although I got problems my problems don't have me although I've got disappointments my disappointments I'm gone now to the airport y'all don't have me although I've got bereavement elder pen bereavement does not have me have I got witness here got some entanglements some of y'all tangled up in three or four of them and I got a witness in here but your entanglements don't have you because you've got the peace the peace of the Lord I'm gone now y'all but can I give you a reason why I know everybody in here ought to have the peace of God you ought to have the peace of God I got the peace of God can I tell you why I got it because God gave me a triple bypass what you mean brother pastor this past week I know y'all looking at me funny but your pastor had a triple bypass what you mean pastor bypass number one you bypassed the hospital have I got a witness in here Bypass number two. You bypass the morgue. Have I got a witness in here? Bypass number three. You bypass the cemetery. Is there anybody here as your pastor gets out of here that can give God glory that you got a triple bypass and can say, Thank you. I should have been dead sleeping in my grave. But the Lord, he gave me a triple bypass. Can I get a witness in here? I hear some of y'all saying, he gave me a quadruple bypass. I bypassed the cemetery. I bypassed the morgue. I bypassed the hospital. I bypassed the jail. If there anybody that'll be real in this place that will testify if it had not been yeah for the Lord on my side where would I be I'm trying to leave you but is there anybody here know you got some joy when you look back over your triple bypass over your quadruple bypass and say neighbor excuse me if I give God glory cause neighbor I got joy cause weeping may endure for a night but joy 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 is coming in the morning anybody got it anybody got it shut up I don't hear enough folk out there. Shut up! 
Thank you for listening today. We want you to partner with us and become a part of our family. Please go to our website, pilgrimrestphx.org, to get more information. You can also text to give by texting PRBC to 77977. Remember to subscribe. Now, let's go live a life of higher heights and deeper depths as we occupy all streets.